It is exactly 8.43 on Metro FM Talk. You know the saying that they say birds of a feather flock together. I tell you what, tonight it, it really seems that because as um, our previous guest was walking out and Koketso uh, Lidecha was walking in, I believe they had a really great reunion outside. Uh, haven't seen each other for, for months, but uh, clearly women within uh, the same space. So let's meet our thought leader for today. Uh, she is a lawyer, an entrepreneur and author of the book, Kole meets Mama Winnie's Southern African friends. She's also the founder of Kahesiano Youth and Educational Development Foundation, a reading activist. Yes, that's what she calls herself. Koketso advocates for quality primary education with an emphasis on early childhood development. And she works with grade 1 to 12 learners from township schools. Awesome meeting you, Koketso. It's great to meet you. And uh, it's very great to meet you, and thank you for having me. So, uh, before we get into um, the, the issue of, of what it is that you do, I, I believe that you and Ruzi lost saw each other in, in Paris. What was happening in Paris? <laughs> no, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, we actually met in Paris. Oh, you met uh, in yes, Paris. So okay. We lost saw each other in Johannesburg. She was actually at an art fair. Oh, she was, she was in Paris at an art fair? Yes. And, and, and you were? Um, get a venting? No, I was there to enjoy the art. <laughs> so yes. you, you basically... We, we really did. I bought her friend's artwork um, and then uh, the owner of the gallery uh, introduced me to the artist. And then the artist happens to be a very good friend of Rizzi. And we all three of us met in Paris and we've been friends ever since. So what are the chances of like three South Africans meeting in, in Paris because they've gone to an art exhibition uh, either their buyers or their curators, really a different world yes. and a different time. Yes. Um, and as Khunzi, uh, who called in earlier on, said, uh, you know, following what Ruzi was saying, that really it is time now for, for young people to yes. go out there and make their mark. And that's exactly what it is yes. that you're doing within the world of early childhood de- development. But you've had a very successful career in law as well as in corporates, but you decided to be an activist for early childhood development. Why? Um, so, um, working with township schools um, is something that I've been doing even when, um, I mean, I started first with my friend in varsity. And the reason why is because I grew up in a township, Etridgeville. And um, although I didn't attend um, a primary school or high school in the township, I very much saw the realities uh, that exist in primary schools and high schools. And every single time I had to wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning and go catch a taxi to go to a former Model C school, um, I was always hit by the reality um, that my neighbor, um, the little girl who lived two streets away from me had to deal with. And I always said it's something that I wanted to uh, change in whatever small way. Now, you talk about being in the township, from the township, but also experiencing and being exposed to another reality in the former Model C schools. But I'm interested, I mean, you come from a really big family. I do. (laughs) A really big family, nine of you. Yes. Uh, Right. How has reading or was reading a a huge part of, of your culture as a family? How did you catch the bug? Um, so honestly, it wasn't. Um, I think I did catch the bug precisely because I was from a big family. I'm the nine of nine. Um, and there was a point where all, I think, the eight kids and my mom and my dad and my dad's other wife all lived together. And me being the youngest family member, I don't think, oh, I didn't feel like people were paying attention to me. So reading was like a form of escape. Um, I found my first few friends after my cousins and books. And yeah, that's so, how I caught So you come from a polygamous home? 
Yes, my dad had two wives. And you all lived together? Yes. How was that? <laughs> I don't know. I was too young to um, wrap my head around uh, what exactly was going on. Um, so my older siblings are the ones who more existed in that reality. And, and as far as books are concerned, so you're saying that they were an out for you, yes. um, an escape. Yes. They became your friends. What type of literature were you originally attracted to? Oh, I fell in love with Greek mythology at a very young age. So I used to read quite a lot of that. And um, I used to also, I think my sister, um, when I was young, she was in high school. And one of her, the books that she was supposed to read was Maru by Bessie Head. Mm. So I spent many years pretending to read Maru without knowing what exactly it is that <laughs> I was reading. Uh, but I was fascinated by the name, by the title. Um, so I, I knew that my sister was, because she was also from like, I think a township high school, was reading a particular type of literature, which was like the likes of Bessie Head. But the ones that I was getting at school were like... Um, you know, ghost poppers or ghost goosebumps, those type of books and like Greek mythology. So I was reading more Western literature where she was reading something different. And that fascinated me. And, and I see, I mean, looking at the book that you've written now, Kole meets Mama Winnie's um, Southern African friends, an, an emphasis on protagonists and, and, you know, one can make a tie with the, with the Greek uh, literature yeah. because they're always heroes. They're yes. always gods. Um, why was Mama Winnie your selection as the, the, the driver and the main driver of the, su- or the, the main subject of the book? Uh, so the choice of Mama Winnie is related to the choice of the struggle heroes that I chose. Um, I knew when writing the book that I wanted to teach young kids about some unsung heroes. So I wanted to go look um, into uh, icons in the region who are not always written about. And then I also thought, okay, how best can I have somebody walk uh, little Gole through this journey? And the first thought, of course, was Nelson Mandela. And after then, I was like, no, man, um, why not focus on the other Mandela that young kids don't know about? Like, I mean, the rest of us teenagers and young adults are all about um, uh, trying to figure out or knowing the impact that Mama Winnie had, right, on our past. And I just thought this would be a great uh, impact. She's a woman. Kids are more likely to feel comfortable in the presence of a woman as opposed to a man. So I thought, why not? She is an unsung hero in the Mandela family. So I chose her in line. After the break, I'm going to ask you to read a couple of episodes uh, from your book and uh, hopefully we'll meet some of the other legends. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> some of the other legends uh, that you write about. We are in conversation with Kogetzo Lidiha, uh, a reading activist and a, a quality primary education and early childhood development enthusiast and, and, and specialist, um, a lawyer an entrepreneur, an author. Yes, she is all that. And after the break, we'll read a bit from her book, Gole Meets Mama Winnie's Southern African Friends. It is exactly 8.53 on Metro of M Talk. We're in conversation with Koke Tsulidiha, a reading activist. And she's written a book uh, titled Gole Meets. And uh, the book tells the story of Gole, a little girl who's surprised by her mother with a beach holiday. Now, Gole usually spends her school holidays with her cousins, uh, but she'd braced herself for a boring and a lonely holiday but makes an imaginary friend that turns out to be Mama Winnie Madigizela Mandela and Kole calls her Mama Winnie, who keeps her company and introduces her to some of her friends from South Africa, from Mozambique and Botswana. Kole spends her days uh, talking to Mesh Charlotte Matleke, um, to Ndate Samora Michelle, to Ndate Steve Biko, Me Victoria Nkleke, uh, Ndate Robert Sobukwe, you name it, Sereze Kama, 
So this new friendship leaves Kole with a better understanding of some of the, 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 the continents and specifically Southern Africa's history and most importantly what it means to live a life of purpose. And that is the book that Koket Zoledicha has written for the little ones, mapping up um, our history and our icons. So if you could just read a, a couple of episodes, um, you know, from the book. Okay, so I'm reading um, from uh, the part where Mama Winnie has introduced Kole to Ndates uh, Retzakha. And he says, What I would like you to remember are the words of Ntate Subukwe. Africans help each other to solve our, Africans should help each other to solve our own problems. I'm a great believer in that way of doing things. I helped my friends who were leaders of Zimbabwe and Namibia to fight their struggles and build a brighter future for their people and their countries. Said Ntate Khama. So even though your country had problems, you were able to help people in other countries with their problems. Askole, looking at Ndate Khama with a bit of skepticism. Mama Winnie smiled. All of my friends helped, helped others at some point in their lives. A wise woman once said, your silence will not protect you. We all need to speak up against unfair treatment, even when it's not directed at us. We need to help those around us. Those are good words to live by, added Ndata Khama. Gole said quietly, trying to process her own thoughts and everything that had been said. She thought about how Mamawini's friends had achieved a lot. They made sacrifices and did not give up on the fight for freedom. Most importantly, they were willing to help those, I mean, they were willing to help others despite the, the load that they themselves had to carry. Oh, wow. I can literally... Uh, just hear and see kids sitting around in a library, literally listening to this. Absolutely amazing. And uh, today is actually um, Sobuke's birthday. You know, he was born on the 5th of of December in 1924. So um, how apt is is that? Now, I'm I'm just wondering, as far as reading is, is concerned, it's an engaging story, and I can literally see Gole um, having these kind of conversations. Are there any reading clubs uh, for kids, and are there opportunities for kids to get together and have you or any other adult or somebody actually read these stories to them? So in your question, uh, you mentioned uh, or you used phrases like engaging, right? And you were like, you could imagine kids being read to in a library. The whole point of me writing this book, even though it's a children's book, I didn't write it for kids to read by themselves. Mm. The aim was to encourage the family unit to read together. So the kids being read to and read with. Throughout the story, Ole is being encouraged to always ask questions. So she meets a character and the character is like, oh, this is a Dompas. Go gr- ask your grandmother about it. She must probably had one. So it's, it's, it's to encourage uh, the um, active action of reading together, but also reading for understanding That's that right. eventually leads to conversation. I'll, I'll tell you what. I mean, some of the fondest memories that I have are, are sitting around the dinner table at home and I had to sit and read the the books. I was probably like in grade one or grade two. There was a book called Peter and Jane. (laughs) And I remember sitting there with, uh, you know, my mom and dad and I had to start reading. Mm. And then I I started saying, Ere, are, Peter and Jane. Mm. That is, here are Peter and Jane. Mm. So that was my 
beginning. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was also a great foundation yeah. uh, for the love of the written word. Yes. Um, and that just really opens up your mind to, to so many things. But where can people find the book? And, and is it available for parents to buy, especially now people are shopping for Christmas presents, etc. Yes. I mean, please, what better gift can you get your, your kids? Use check to buy books. Well, those who are lucky <laughs> enough to get their teens check. What's that? What you, what, what you talking about? <laughs> so uh, the book can be bought online um, at ethnikids.co.za. It can also be bought in Malville at Capital Circle Books. Um, it can, it'll also be on sale at the Abantu Book Festival that starts tomorrow until Sunday. And it can also be bought directly through me. By so what's, what's your um, handle, your Instagram handle, your, your Twitter handle? Where do people find you? My Instagram handle. Or, or, or Twitter, whichever one. <laughs> my Instagram handle is Starly Dicha. Um, my Instagram handle should also, I mean, my Twitter handle should also be Starledira, um, but they can also inbox the foundation, which is Kahisano Foundation, and it's Kahisano Foundation on Facebook and on Instagram. It's been so awesome chatting to you. So you can find her at Starledira, which is S T A R L E D I G A. Um, and our producer, Kuma, is also going to retweet that on our Metro FM uh, website as well. But awesome chatting to you. Congratulations. Keep pushing on and representing and planting a seed in uh, the hearts, the lives, and the souls of the little ones. I will definitely do that. Thank you very much for having me. It was awesome. She is Gogetzo Lideha, author of Gole Meets Mama Winnie's Southern African Friends. And that's how we, beloveds, come to the end of our time together tonight. It really has been awesome engaging in not only some of the, the, the top business stories of the day, but in some conversations that really get your, your creative juices flowing and get you to think so much deeper about life and self. And isn't that the journey that we are all on on some level?